Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Uh, I just made a uh, podcast about the uh, drywall, but I wanted to talk about something um, a little bit different. I didn't want to mix them up too much. Uh, so on this podcast, I want to discuss about electrical, um, pulling brand new electrical lines and permits and stuff like that. Um, so as far as electrical is concerned, um, to kind of backtrack just a little bit here so that you guys have a understanding of you know how we're getting electricity to this um, property so um, out on the main road like where our driveway starts you know the main the main road um, there's power poles here in Hawaii majority of the power lines are above ground on power poles and our local company which is Helco um, they supply their private company and they supply power right now if you want power from them um, what you have to do is you have to um, put an application in apply for the permit um, the only person that can apply for the permit to get it going though is a licensed electrician okay so I've been working with two licensed electricians one that is native to that side of the island and my personal friend that's also a licensed electrician that's from where I live on the other side of the island so there's two two separate scenarios here what's going on so the building is completely wired up and ready to go I had my licensed electrician come out and wire the building up but we don't have power yet because we are waiting for the power company on that side um, to go through all their processes and steps that they have to go through which is what we have another electrician dealing with and that electrician is actually a good friend of ours as well and um, he's the one that's pulling the permits and all that and we already have our permit the permit is signed off on everything is cleared we're all good to go Um, now it's kind of funny how things work a little bit here in Hawaii so they're a private company that supplies private power essentially right because they're just a power company Um, so you have to get their approval first so obviously we got their approval um, and you know they processed a permit then they come out and do an inspection of the electrical pole that you install yourself so in our case we um, in, in my case I hired someone to come out with a rock drill with a big excavator to drill out the hole in solid rock basically that way we could mount our um, uh, six inch um, schedule 80 galvanized um, pole in the ground 25 feet tall okay this pole is where the new meter is going to be installed which it's already there essentially um, the part the breaker box and um, you know it's all concreted in so once that part is done because uh, I paid for the pole already it's already installed our electrician came out and did what's called dressing the pole they went ahead and dressed the pole with breaker panels and the um, meter box and you know all that stuff and the spindles at the very top of the pole so that's been in for uh, a little bit now at least that's been in for a while now and so um, the Helco um, inspection inspection person um, came out and did an inspection inspection of the pole to make sure that we're up to par and we're good we passed our inspection um, and then the county had to come out and do an inspection of the pole and all of that and we passed that and so we're good to go um, just the other day while I was doing drywall I heard a, a machine outside like by the by the main road 
So I stick my head out the window of the house, and way up there I see the power company in their boom truck. And I see a guy in the boom basket, right? But he's not all the way up to the pole. He's only like halfway. And I'm, I was getting all excited. I'm like, yes, they're finally hooking up power. And then we can run the power lines to the building. And we'll officially have finally live power. And then we installed one more sheet of drywall. And I stick my head out the window to look at the progress of what they're doing. And they're gone. They, they're, they packed up and left. I have no idea what was going on. So then um, we reached out to our electrician and said, well, they weren't technically scheduled to come out today because they said they were going to let us know when they're coming out so that way we can meet with them. That way we can help them pull the new wires um, to the house. Um, so we're supposed to be there when they do their their um, initial, their hookup. And so they said, our electrician said, sometimes they'll come out and do an inspection of the wiring and the transformer that's on the pole just to get an idea of what they're going to have to do when they do come out and schedule us in to actually do the actual hookup. So I got all excited because I thought they were going to do the hookup already, but apparently they just came out to kind of just take a look at things, see what they're going to need, what they have to, what they're facing in order to um, do the electrical lines, right? Um, so that's, that's why they came, looked, and left. But my electrician did say that if they did that, um, that means that we're pretty much going to get scheduled in pretty quick uh, from his experience um, to get the actual power lines coming over to the property so we can actually start supplying power to the new building. So um, that's kind of where we're at on the electrical side of things. So everything is legit. We passed our permits. Everything's good. Everything's signed off. It's just now a matter of them doing the actual um, what they call swing over for the um, power line from the main pole transformer over to our property that has the power pole installed already. So that's kind of currently where the status is with that. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's weird because they don't give you a day really. It's like, it's, it's really random. They'll just call your electrician and say, okay, we're coming out to put the, do the wiring or whatever it is. And then your electrician's going to drop what they're doing to go out there to meet with them because they're, you know, how things work here. So, yeah, I'm excited to get power coming in. I just don't know when. Um, it could be tomorrow. It could be a week from now. It could be two weeks from now. Um, so we'll see. So my electrician is on standby. He's still doing other jobs for other people as well too. Um, but he is on standby for us. So that way when the power company calls and says, hey, we're ready to do the, the, the line hookup, um, you know, he's going to be available to do that. Now... Um, my electrician to wire the house, I went over this in another podcast of, you know, all the details and what he charged and how much I paid him and, you know, all of that. He charged me like $3,860 something dollars and I paid him $4,000. I, I paid him more. But if you guys want to know why, um, definitely check out that podcast to catch up on that one. Um, so, you know, I paid him roughly about four grand to um, wire the house. Now, this other electrician that we're dealing with to get pull the permits to work with the power company to bring the power in the lines the meter box and you know all of that stuff is going to cost us about um, anywhere between 1800 to two grand and then we still got to pay for the power line the actual wire um, that's going to be running to the new building right so their fee just for the permits to get everything 
expedient, I guess you could call it, and, you know, dress the pole and work through all the issues or problems or just work through scheduling with the power company. That way we don't have to deal with them, right? They deal with everything and we don't have to deal with any of it. Um, so there's two about two grand on that side and then we're probably looking at another 1800 maybe on power line cabling um, that's going to be overhead that's going to be coming to the building so that's just to kind of give you an idea of you know what what happens here in hawaii as far as electric is concerned now keep in mind um we initiated this process pretty much the day i started the project which was about three months ago so three months and one week to be exact and that's and this is where we're at right now now normally okay normally for this same scenario to happen would be a minimum of six months to a year to get power um, hooked up and permits passed through and why is that it's just how it is Hawaii is very slow at doing certain things and that's one of them but because the electrician that we're working with there's a reason why we decided to go with them is because they work with help coal a lot and they have friends and they have a little bit of um, pool with the power company to help expedite our um, project as far as electric is concerned. So even when we discussed it with our electrician as far as, you know, we want to get power going and all that, they even told us the same time that we did it. He's like, normally we wouldn't take on a project, you know, this late in the year because this was right at the almost New Year's, right? Um, but they said, because, you know, you guys are good friends of ours, um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely push it through. So they made their contacts at the power company to kind of get things moving. And on all of our paperwork, it actually says rush service. So normally they would like the, the power company would just schedule you at will whenever they want to start doing their process, which I said, like is like six months to a year minimum. But because we have somebody that has been working with them a lot longer, they're going to be pushing harder, right? They're going to work with my electrician a little bit faster, which they have. Because technically, if we didn't have a friend that was, you know, kind of hooked up, um, we still would be waiting for them to even pass the permit. The permit wouldn't even be passed yet. At the six-month six mark, it would have, would have been the... the the approval point for the permits and then finally do inspections and then schedule to come out and do all the hookups so we're definitely way ahead of the game right we already have everything signed off we're actually just ready for hookup now and we're only on what three months so that's not too bad considering you know so that's kind of the the legits of um bringing main power from the grid um to the um investment property the rental property so yeah it's kind of um it's kind of frustrating but luckily you know with this whole building process i have not had to use a generator all of the power tools or, or tools i should say yeah um that we're using is all battery powered we have battery powered chop saws like 12 inch chop saws that easily outdo 12 inch corded chop saws no problem you know we have um, 21 degree framing nailers that are all battery powered and they do a awesome job i mean they'll pound a nail in like there's no tomorrow and just consistent just boom 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 you know and i've like literally i've gone through i think oh like close to fifty thousand nails yeah so i have two framing nailers that are battery powered from milwaukee the 21 degrees 
and we've burnt through easily 50,000 nails, no problem. Probably more close to 60,000 or 64,000 nails. So that's a lot of nails to go through a nail gun, right? But I mean, they're made to build houses and do what they're supposed to do. But my point is, is that everything, you know, we have blowers, all of our blowers for like sawdust or blowing out the rooms or whatever is all battery powered Milwaukee blowers. Um, you know, drill guns, all obviously all battery powered. Everything is battery powered. Everything. So this whole process, we've been able to build a house without having any actual legitimate grid power. Right? So that's pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Because many years ago, you could not do this. You know, not too far not too far back, you could not do this same scenario. And if you did, you would be running a generator with air compressors and air hoses and all that. I, I didn't have to deal with any of that so far. Right? Because we have battery power tools. So... Yeah, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, technically I don't need power at the building right now because we're still drywalling and all that has to be done before we can put, you know, plugs in, light switches in and, you know, covers on and, you know, all of that. So we have at least another two weeks before we're, we're getting to the point where we're going to start needing, um, you know, live power to start powering up the, the unit, right? The, um, the investment property. So... So yeah, is it possible to build a house without grid power or a generator? Absolutely, because we just did it. <laughs> so, um, but you know, the the one thing is though, I do have a lot of power tools, right? As far as um, Milwaukee is concerned, their their brand of tools. Now, keep in mind, I'm, I don't advertise for them at all. Okay, I'm not. That's not the point of it. The point is, I'm just sharing with you the tools I use. Now, Dewalt and Makita, they all have similar tools. They all have this exact same similar tools, and they're just as good. You know, some tools are just a little bit better in Dewalt and some tools are just a little bit better in Makita and, and, and vice versa. Some tools are just a little bit better in Milwaukee, right? So it just depends on what platform you're going with. Now, for me, I had all these Milwaukee tools mostly already because of what I did for a living. And so with that said, I had a lot of batteries, tons of batteries. I mean probably $5,000 worth of Milwaukee batteries I own, minimum, right? There's just a ton of batteries I own because what I was doing for a living, you know, led me to remote locations where there is no power and I didn't want to bring a generator. So we just, I just bought a whole bunch of batteries and that's got me to be able to um, have a very successful company and, you know, save a decent amount of money to build this investment property out. So because I already had a lot of the tools and a lot of the batteries on hand, I didn't have to buy any of that stuff, you know? I had to buy one framing nailer and a, that, that chop, chop saw that I bought, the battery-powered one. But that was pretty much it. So, um, yeah, the key is to having a lot of batteries for sure. Uh, and then at the end of the day, I have sequential chargers. I have, I probably have six rapid chargers. I have one supercharger. And I have the six sequential battery charger. So I have a bunch of battery chargers. So I can easily charge batteries quick. Especially with the supercharger. That supercharger will pump power into those batteries so quick. And be completely full in like 15 minutes. Like, no problem. So, but yeah, you know, plan your project out. You guys can make it work. So I'll update you guys on the power scenario as far as power company once we get an idea of what's going to happen with that. I'm really hoping within the next week they show up to hook up power. That was just one less thing I got to worry about in the back of my mind. You know, it's just going to be there and be done. So we'll see. We'll see. 
So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'll uh, see you guys on the next one.